What's going on, co-Americans? Tim, I need you to hit me with some technical difficulties because I don't think my, uh, can you hear me, Tim, on my mic? Do I sound good on my mic? Okay, I'm just making sure. All right, I'm freaking out because my computer started doing something. What's up, everybody? How we doing? We made it. It's another week. We are here. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that we made it through. I'm so excited that I'm here today. I'm running on fumes and I'm still on my juice cleanse, but I'm feeling good and feeling great. So that is what helped me get through. Um, I'm so excited because after this, I'm going to make me some nice broth with some okra. I, I eat okra. I know y'all going to say that. Oh, that's so country. Oh, that's disgusting. But I'll eat okra. And one of my friends, uh, friends of the show, Brooke, she told me that okra actually uh, helps lubricate your vagina. So if you if you got any some any vaginal dryness, ladies and gents, uh, maybe you should partake in some okra. Maybe now we know why our grandmama and them was having a gang of kids because you know the okra. It was it was all oh, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to tell a man who's been sleeping with a woman who eat okra on a regular basis. He got to start using condoms. That's why they was having all them kids. I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know. All right. So what's up? Let's say hi to everybody that is here this evening. Uh, shout out to Bryce's who was here bright and early. Welcome Bryce's. Hey Gabe, how are you doing? C.E. Celestine. You got to tell me how to say your name. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to say your name incorrectly, but Celestine, how are you? Renina, what's up? What's going on? And of course, we got to say what's up to Fanta, Naisha, and of course, Brooke, uh, and my mama, who's probably watching but not uh, typing in yet. So what's up, everybody? Thank you for being here. We have a great show. This entire episode is 100% roasting the headlines. We're joined by two very funny comedians. I'm so excited to have one returning guest and one newbie to the show, but I'm sure it won't be her last time. So without further ado, please... Welcome to the show, Miss Paris Sachet. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. What's up? How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Good. So let everybody know what is going on with you. Paris is a super funny comedian. You just had a sold out Zoom show. I did. Well, I had a sold out. I just went through a breakup. So I had to talk shit about my ex. But you guys can follow me everywhere. <laughs> And here, everything funny and everything at Paris Sachet. That's at P A R I S S A S H A Y. And my website, officiallyparisache.com. There's merch on there. I have my album, My Honest Ignorance. So check it all out. Support the campaign. T for Titties. Oh, so uh, the breakup is what precipitated the Zoom show, or? Yeah, the breakup was to tell my side of the story. I mean, oh. the Zoom was to tell my side of the story of the breakup. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And and did you have any, like, feedback, any resistance to that? Because, you know, you got a platform. Everybody don't have a platform when they break up. I know. That was the that was the, that was was crazy thing because I felt like she probably sent the spy. But they paid their money. So I was like, let them stay so they can take something back to her. I didn't get an email yet, so... <laughs> Hopefully, maybe she respects your art, you know, because some people are like, I don't mind being amused, you know? Well, I didn't just make it about her. I also told some truth about myself, so I think it waited out. So she was like, okay. So it worked out. All right. There you go. Welcome again to the show. Thank you, Clara. Thank you. 
you know, I got my little sound effects you testing. <laughs> okay. Listen, um, you ain't having, I was going to clap for myself, so thank you. <laughs> Our next guest to the show, um, please welcome back to Chloe Across America, ladies and gentlemen, the super funny, hilarious, and she thinks she can cook now, Miss Sydney Washington. <laughs> How are you, Miss Washington? Chloe, the show is called Sid Can Cook, so I don't think I can cook, I can. Okay, all right, if you wanna go with that, sure. Listen, you've been mm -hmm. doing it for a couple months now, so yes, I, you can cook. You've you successfully made several meals. What would you say is your most successful meal to date? Um, honestly, uh, we just wanna make a correction. I've been doing it for a year, a year. The pandemic has gone on for a year now, so. Damn, girl. Yeah, I started when the pandemic hit, and I've been doing it ever since, so yeah. Wow, that's crazy. No, seriously, that's really crazy. Like when you, I literally, in my mind was like, it's been a couple months. Not, I don't, no, honey. I, I don't mean like six months. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's like eight, nine months. It's like, no, it's been a full, a full 12 months. Yeah, March, March, March 15th will make it a year. So, uh, March there. My DT, March, I remember March 15th. I'm not good with dates at all, but I remember March 15th being the last time I was in the city. And I had a spot at the cellar and I was going home and being like, I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. And then ta-da, here you go, a year later. <laughs> here we are, darling. Here we are. Um, this, this Sunday, you have a special edition of Sig Can Cook. Tell us about it. It will be obviously Black History Month. We're ending it with a bang. Paris is on there. Chloe, you're on there. I will be making traditional Black food, mac and cheese. I, I might try to do collard greens again. I've done mac and cheese maybe twice and I failed. I failed every time. So, I mean, it was very embarrassing. My ancestors were <laughs> trolling me. So I think the lineup is going to help me tremendously this Sunday. This Sunday. Got it. Got it. And what time is that again for folks? That's um, 7 p.m. EST, Eastern time, because that's the only time that matters. So. Wow. <laughs> right now, let me tell you something. Since I moved to LA, I have definitely had to count my fingers several times a day when I had to do some shit on East Coast time, subtracting three. Uh, mm -hmm. which I was up at six o'clock this morning because I had to do a presentation at 7.30 a.m., which was 11.30. And I was just like, okay. this is the life. This is the life. Okay, let's get started on some of the headlines this week that made us say, hmm, you remember that? Made us say, hmm. All right. First up, uh, this story is sad, but also it, it, it's a little low-key funny to me. Lady Gaga has offered up half a million dollars for the return of her two stolen French bulldogs. They were walking with her dog walker when someone approached them, shot the dog walker, and snatched up two of the dogs. Now, these dogs are very expensive. Um, if you've never seen them, this is what they look like. Um, and they go for thousands of dollars, but really $250,000 per dog, not to mention doing all of the coverage for this story. No one has ever said the status of the dog walker who was shot multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> that was my question. So what about the dog walker? White America, guys, white America. They said dog first and that's only, that's the only <laughs> thing we're focused on. <laughs> now let's That's the same. Um, Sydney, I know you have pets. Paris, do you have any pets? 
I had a dog and I sold my dog. So that's where my stance is on dogs. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, you, you didn't even give the dog. <laughs> oh, the dog for, I had a dog for two years and I sold the dog for not even 1% of what she's willing to pay for her dog back. So Wait, yeah. uh, you sold a two, you had a dog for two years and sold it? That That's like a, you sold a used dog. No, 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 no. I don't, no, you, no. Need, you need to see how well yeah, you have to this dog. No, it, it was not a, it, it was, was a not baby. a rescue. Yeah. No, it was a baby. And then I sold it when she was two. But oh, she was, okay. she was well pampered. I mean, she's yeah. actually, she did a better life. Yeah, super spoiled. So now she has it twice. So she's doing great. But Lady Gaga dogs, I honestly have questions about the dog walker. Like, why did they shoot him? Cause he was a white man. I looked it up and I was like, he's a white man too. So what's the backstory on this? They yeah. should have kept the dog walker alive if they really wanted some money. That that's why I was like, why shoot? Why, why are you shooting? That's more money you could have gotten. You're saying kidnap, kidnap the dog walker too. Yes. You yeah. might as well just have three. Yeah, three dogs. Get a whole just package, package deal. I guess so. But my thing is, I have a dog, Winnie, who I love and adore. Winnie is 11 years old. She is sleeping in her bed right now, snoring like she did some hard work today. Mm -hmm. um, but if some, somebody kidnapped her, I probably would offer up as much as I possibly could. Or what I would do the thing that my mom used to do. My mom, whenever somebody would like steal something, we grew up in an apartment complex and you know how you have to share the laundromat and somebody would like take your laundry out or like take something and steal it. So she would put a note downstairs and be like, whoever stole X, Y, and Z from my dryer, I hope you get tested because we got blah, blah, blah. Like she'll put like some crazy disease to shame the person into putting it back. So if somebody snatched up my dog, I'm going to say, listen, I just want you to know that she needs medical attention. She needs pills. She pisses and shits all in the house. So bring her back home so I could take care of her. Cause you don't really want her. I would have to like undersell her value. Cause I'm not probably paying 200. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they care. I don't even think they was worried about the health problems at, because they don't know. They shot yeah. the dog walker and then took the dogs and it just was like, he got to figure And I'm upset she didn't say she would pay for his bills. What about him? No, no. She Because at the end of the day, they shot the dog walker to let them know, we mean business. We will kill. We'll kill your dogs. Yeah, and she's just like, give me the dogs back, I'll pay you. But whatever yeah. happens to the walker, I'll get a new walker, but I can't get new dogs. No, pretty much. Basically, do, do you think the person who <laughs> the dog knows? Do you think the person who knows knows that they got Lady Gaga's dogs? Mm hmm, I think so. Absolutely, they had to see these dogs before. Oh, that's true, they was casing the joint. They always do. I remember when Kim Kardashian did a TED talk, she said the people who robbed her in Paris had been tailing her for like five years. They had, mm -hmm. they've been watching her for five years every time she went to Paris. Cause and you have to find it. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. You're absolutely right. Oh boy. All right. Well, speaking of somebody else who is going through it, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, ladies and gentlemen, was involved in a single car crash. Uh, and he is still in the hospital. His recovery is unknown, but apparently he had to be. Let's show Tiger Woods in case anybody forgot, because nobody's been paying attention to golf for a very long time. Um, after he got, didn't he crash his car the first time with his with the wife? What was the story? He crashed the car 
Because she was beating him up in the car? Or yes. She was beating him up. Because he was inside. cheating. Because he was cheating. And so that's when we collectively... So, the, so let me tell you something. That's when we collectively, I would say as Black people, kind of stopped paying attention to Tiger. Because it was like, damn, you... You getting caught cheating and, and crashing your own car? Like we can't we can't stand behind this legacy no more. And no one cares about golf because they still hella racist and nobody wants to play all them fees at these country clubs. So we're not even checking for Tiger. So the fact that he had this car crash was the first time in a while that I even heard of Tiger. I almost forgot what he looked like. I looked at this picture and I said, he's somewhat an attractive man, but I realized under that hat is the other part the of it. Him. The real, yeah. the real, the real tiger. <laughs> Ooh, tiger is is loose under that hat. So anyway, Tiger is in the hospital. This is what his car looked like after he flipped it multiple times. He had to be rescued with the jaws of life, and reports said that he wasn't even aware of how serious his injuries were when he was rescued. Now, do you think one he can ever come back from this? Two, do you think? He should come back from this. They, I'm reading the comments. They said it's an inside job. On, so, on the on the dogs or the car? That, I, I feel like both, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> How bad does your level of fame have to be to, to, to flip your own damn car, Sydney? I think they mean the dogs. <laughs> well, they said they said, did you watch his documentary? Oh, well, Tiger too. Yeah, the Tiger. Tiger Woods flipped his own car for attention. Not you, but I'm saying the people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he. I, I don't know. People do a lot of crazy things. I don't know. I don't. They I surely do. That he would need to. Celebrities. But yeah, people, celebrities do have to stay relevant. So I don't. But that would be a drastic way to like. I. I don't know. I mean, to almost lose your limbs because what you not trending like that's I mean, but you know what? I will say this. <laughs> I, do, I do remember. I do remember when um, I watched the the Michael Jackson uh, miniseries and it was about him and he was married to Lisa Presley. What's the name? Lisa? Yes. Lisa Nicole. Presley. Mm -hmm. Lisa Presley. Um, and I remember watching a movie and they had just gotten married and they were waiting for the news to hit. But the day that their story was supposed to come out, OJ was driving the Bronco and they were sitting no. in the movie. They were sitting in their bed being like, why is nobody talking about us? And they was like, this nigga OJ. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe we don't know, Tiger. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know. We wish you all the best, Tiger. Uh, we truly do. Oh, wait. So quickly, ladies, let me ask you this. Uh, Keith Robinson, who we um, all know, love, and hate, um, called me the other day and was like, I want you to settle a dispute for me. This is Keith Robinson, the side house. Um, <laughs> who, who has a better legacy, LeBron James or Tiger Woods? And I was like, LeBron James. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going to ask you two in the audience, who has a better legacy, Tiger Woods or LeBron James? LeBron James. I would think LeBron James. LeBron James. It's unanimous. But, but they both cheated on their wives. Both. <laughs> <laughs> but LeBron. But was Tiger Woods white, black? No, she was white. No. But that goes to show you how much niggas really don't like golf because they abandoned <laughs> him a white woman. <laughs> That's why I'm like, ah, he kind of did the job. LeBron. Yeah. That's the disappointing part on that side. But he's still, I would say LeBron. 
Yeah. Uh, Aaron says Serena. See, yeah, I get it. Serena is amazing, but I'm saying between these two, it was as it was proposed to me by Keith Robinson, two. Uh, those two were the options. But yeah, I would say LeBron James. And my reason LeBron. for saying LeBron James is because golf is still a very elitist sport, right? It's still uh, safeguarded by white country clubs um, because it's a sport where white men can dominate. It doesn't take a lot of physicality, like physicality to actually play golf, except for walking far. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but when it comes to basketball, any kid in any slum, any favela, any like little village can come up with a net and a basketball and they can say that they're LeBron James. So to me, that legacy is w way far reaching than golf. Golf was hot for like five years. After Tiger Pop, we was excited about golf for five years. <laughs> And then we was like, wait, you got to pay how much money to join a country club? And they still call you nigga? Uh, hand me a hoop. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing about, I think the thing about golf and also Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods was the first. He was the first that we like recognize in golf. And then after a while, you're no longer, like he stayed the first. Who? What other black men were in golf? Black yeah. women. Nobody. Tiger, yeah. Wood, Tiger Woods took the title forever. I think Tiger probably low key, like, like, like my senses are telling me, I feel like Tiger low key closed the door behind him. Like I'm going to be the only one. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think you he think he's like, like that? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. I think so. I think so. They said Tiger didn't even claim us. Okay. Because he was Cobbler uh, Canadian, remember? Cobbler Asian. Cobbler Canadian. It was, yeah, Cobbler Asian. Yeah, he made up his own ethnicity. He was like, ain't none of y'all claiming me. I ain't paying no dues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we mentioned them a little bit earlier. Kim and Kanye. Kim Ye has officially announced a divorce. Or one half, would, which will be... Uh, Kim has announced her divorce from Kanye and the allegations are that now they're going to be in a heated dispute over how to raise their children. Kim has only been posting family photos recently. Um, this is an older photo of the two together, but the, you know, you can look at the energy, you know, we all knew, we all, knew, we all, knew. we all, it was tumbling for a while. We all knew. I mean, listen, I don't watch a lot of the Kardashian show. But I remember when she first started dating him and he made her, well, he didn't make her, but at his suggestion, she threw out all of her clothes and got new clothes to match what he wanted her to wear. And it was all very like drab and dark. Like she was looking like she was dressed for Hunger Games. Remember that? Like it was a spell. Everything was like monochromatic and muted earth tones. She went from wearing like designer clothes to wearing like, you know, Chairman Mao outfits. Yeah, so when any man comes into your life and does all of that, honey, you are cruising for a bruising. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, Kim Kardashian is not the best dress, like, hands down. No. And, and sometimes she would wear things, and I'm like, does anybody have a shawl or scarf? Anything? Just so the whole to thing got me. But they was best friends before they started dating, so maybe once no. they got together... He was like, well, put these clothes on. What's mm -hmm. the best friend? He was best friends, but she was married to the other man? You, When well, he was dating Amber Rose. 
He was Amber, and he said did the same thing. He he made Amber Rose change all her clothes. He made her dress like that. He told her what but he liked as sexy. When? Because she still. When did these women dress good? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm like, how how did he help? I just remember them all. They looked bad through and through. Well, <laughs> they look bad or not. I think the larger issue is. Um, I hope that their kids make it through. They have four children starting from aging from seven to two or soon to be two and going through a public divorce is crazy. And I think this is probably good that their show is ending because we don't have to watch all this divorce shit, you know, her crying about how hard it is and all that other stuff. I just thought when I was thinking about the story, I just thought about how they always managed to drag every black man that they were involved with on that show. Do you remember the episode when Chloe was going around telling everybody that uh, Lamar's breath was stinking because he had a rotten tooth and was trying to get her sisters to go smell his breath? Mm -mm. I think that's probably when I stopped watching it. I stopped watching (laughs) it early on. But I I, want to... This sounds terrible, uh, Chloe, but um, I remember when I had a tooth taken out and it was kind of I had I had a I had a rotten tooth and no one told me. And then my ex-girlfriend like was talking to a friend of mine and they were like, I think Sydney's breath is hot. And then my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend just gave me some gum. So like they people were joking. They were like, I, her shit is hot. So I, I don't think that has anything to do with him being a black man. That's just like it's comedy. Like, come on, come on, like, girl. <laughs> I, I applaud you for your strength and courage to tell us a story about your rotten tooth. I had dry rot. No, they took the tooth out, and then I got dry rot. I had oh. dry rot in my gums, and oh. it's and it was it smelled like like rotten meat, but I couldn't smell it. I couldn't smell it. But so I guess every. How much gum did your ex-girlfriend give you? The whole pack. <laughs> and then when did you realize, when did you make the connection that, oh, something, something <laughs> right? You know what? They didn't tell me. And I didn't realize until later, until the piece of dead gum came out of my mouth and I smelled it. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're a better person than me. Look at all the comments. Um, they laughing. Everyone is laughing. Thank you. Yeah, they are. It's definitely comedy. It was like, no comedy. more Kanye. We don't even care yeah. about it. What about this story? This is why I love you, Sydney, because even though you look very glamorous, you always have a trash ass fucking story to help <laughs> make you relate. Funny. You know no what shame. No shame. No shame. I love it. I love it. It's a journey. It's worth taking. I am all for here. Uh, and kudos to your ex girlfriend for trying to give you a hint. Um, and now everybody, you know, he's a good person. That's a good person. That's a good person. Harris, would your ex girlfriend tell you if your breath smell like hot garbage? Yeah, I would tell her to. Yeah. See, if you want to know if your breath stinks, I always do the trick of licking the back of your hand, letting it dry, and smelling it. That's how you I can mean, tell. If you got time to do all that. You probably should just brush your teeth. That's no, what I'm saying, Paris. Um, no, no, no. But no, if no. you're doing tricks and stuff, it's like, it's ahead, not a just, trick. Just, it's, it's because, like you just said, Cindy, you said that you weren't able to smell it. But if you want to smell it, right, you lick the back of your hand, you let it dry, and then you smell it. And then you could be like, oh, my breast stinks or not. That's just a trick. I'm letting y'all know if you ever. I don't know. <laughs> if you can't smell your own breath while, like, you're talking, 
I don't know. I probably can't smell it on my hand. You can. I'm telling you. Trust me. Try it. You can smell it. You can do it. Not right now, but if you want to. We can all do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's all do it. You ready? Count of three. Come on, Paris. Look at the back of your hand. Paris, you ain't too good for this shit, bitch. It's Look not that I'm too good. I just don't know what we're getting into. But go ahead. Let's go. Look back of your hand. Uh-huh. Let it dry. We're going to do the next See, story. This is like a project. Okay. At the, at the end of the next story, <laughs> at the end of the next story, we're going to smell our hands and see if it's things. All right. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they said this took a hard turn left. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of when bad things happen to good people, um, Elle magazine released some photos of their Hollywood issue, and twi Twitter, especially Black Twitter, was not. Don't smell it, sitting. You're cheating. Yeah, you're cheating. Um, it's too slow. You gotta let it sit for thirty seconds. You gotta let it sit. You gotta let it dry. Um, and people on Twitter were not too happy with the photographer's vision for these uh, young ho Hollywood soon-to-be A-listers. Let's take a look. First up is a cover girl, Tessa Thompson. Now, the argument that people have about this photo shoot is that it looks like neither a photo nor a shoot. It looks like people on the <laughs> curb and walking <laughs> posing next to a tree. If you think that this one looks okay, let's look at some other ones. This next person, I had to look up who it was. This is Leslie Odom Jr., who is one of the stars of One Night in Miami. Um, they got this nigga in a tree, okay? Straight up in a tree. Like um, in the tree. For, for Black History Month. But and, ooh, girl, he climbed in a tree though. He didn't have to go up there. He, yeah, he didn't. All right, and uh, also they did my baby dirty. Look at this. Look at Jonathan Majors. Now, no, but he is giving. He's giving face. He's giving body. It's color. I think he had the best one. He did have the best one because of that suit. But I just want to say, um, no, in face, he's oh. his modeling. He's. Mm. <laughs> like, you're not gonna catch me outside looking crazy. Right. He said, "I am the tree." That's what yeah. that is. Bryce, he says the tree is a life theme. Okay, Bryce, if you wanna, if you wanna give some kudos where kudos don't deserve, uh, Jonathan Majors, I think he's a snack daddy. I love. I told you, yeah, he he's hot. me civil civil rights treats, uh chic. Everything about him lets me know I, I'm I'm closer to freedom. I just love. Mm -hmm. He feels like a strong black man. The way he's gripping that tree just gave me a little chill up my. Uh, my spine. So, mm, okay, there you go. Well, the photos are, these are the best ones of the ones that we saw, but I do think that we should not allow the pandemic to dictate what, uh, chic is and what art is. And, you know, there was another photo shoot not too long ago of Meg the Stallion, where she basically had like no makeup on, like she did, but it was like very muted and it just didn't even look like her. So we need photographers to photograph us better. No, no, no. Okay. Now, the thing with Megan Thee Stallion, I think that she wears too much makeup overall. Like mm -hmm. everything is extra glamor. So when it's time to do like what she did, everyone was like, she looks crazy. Like that doesn't look good. But I was like, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. I think they could have worked on the lighting. The lighting yeah. could have been a, a bit better, but they didn't. She doesn't need a, a, all that makeup to look stunning. The baby hairs were laid. I mean, she was wearing like a black dress, so it kind of looked a little basic, but uh, I think Sean, we need to get... <laughs> Sean says those main pics look like casting pics she found on Model Mayhem. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I think we need to get back to that, though. I think everyone is doing too much. It's it, it, Tune in. Like All of us who have been in our homes for months and months and months, like, let's, let's get more relatable. Everybody's trying to be all, I, this is I, not drag race. Like, 
let's let's tone it down a little bit. Says the woman with full hair and makeup on. But I'm giving what Megan the Stallion was giving for that photo shoot. I'm not doing much. I'm not doing much. Let's let's, let's give it look. No, you have a little bit more eye makeup than Meg did. Meg, Meg looked like they just, uh, like her mama wrapped her face in Vaseline and said, go out there and that's no storm. That's what she looked like. They said in the fur. Yeah, this is what, this is what I wear in the house. In the house to cook on Sundays <laughs> for the people on Instagram. I mean, they that, that photographer, they didn't have any lighting. I think that was a bad location. It was not a good location. They could have went to the park. Why didn't they go to the park? Why was it a sidewalk? Because the parks in LA are filled with tents and homeless people. This so is a, this is a fact. <laughs> so, it's bigger, <laughs> so it's bigger than the photographers. It is it's all of California, America. you know? They, they could have got a balcony or rooftop. I don't know what it is, but maybe they just told them, like somebody said, it might have been a, a pandemic shoot. You just arrive here, take your picture with your outfit on and, and hit it. Mm-hmm. And hit it. All right, ladies, it is time to smell the back of our hands. Are we ready? Do you smell anything? Maybe toothpaste because I brushed my teeth beforehand, but no, it doesn't smell. Yeah. So if it's bad, what would the smell be? Like what? I, I need to meet somebody. Oh, you still. know when people have hot breath. Someone who drinks coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> oh, like that. No. Oh, the worst. So if you lick your hand and check it later, it will give that that smell? Yeah, yeah it will smell like um. it now smells like. That's what I'm saying. Like my hand smells great. And all my breath. that's his favorite fucking video all right ladies and gentlemen our next story is just something that tickled me so i saw this on twitter even in canada people are going stir crazy here's what one uh twitter person posted they said LOL, the city of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada is pleading with residents to stop making erotic snow sculptures like this. And if you can't tell, it is a picture of a man sitting on a bench, a snowman sitting on a bench, getting fellatio from a snow woman who is, that ass is perched. Sis butt is perched, okay? Whoever sitting. sitting. I didn't know they was having asses sitting like that in a park in Canada. Uh, ladies, I want to ask you, are we as a people about to embark on another sexual revolution because we've been in the house too damn long? Maybe, but I feel like... Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to say that that snow sculpture was misogyny. Um, oh, why, couldn't it, why couldn't it have been a woman getting head? That's what why, I was going to say. Why did it have to be a woman giving head? I, I think we need to flip the script. If you're going to do something like that, it needs to be a woman receiving. Then more people would be open right. to it happening. I agree. Because they say that men don't make women come often. So at least yeah. for the idea of the snow, mm-hmm. let's make the woman receive. Oh, yep. Mm. yep. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, Paris and Sydney are both uh, lesbians. So that's why hey, they thought- I, I, I picked up the B. I put the L down. I picked up the B. That's not why. It's just because women need to come. Paris, I am Paris, Paris, I don't want to talk about the B, 
today. So you're oh, still, Lord. With, you're still with the L. You're still with the L. makes me be more gay than I want to be. You are still with the L. I don't want to. Okay. We're done. The conversation is over. We're okay. L sisters. You got it. The only reason why I brought up the fact that you are both uh, on the rainbow spectrum is because <laughs> is because um, I would never have thought that. Not only for me, I'm thinking logistically, how are you going to keep a, a leg up in the air if it's snow? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, what position would a, would a snow woman be in Sydney if she's getting eaten out by a snowman? She oh, got yeah. her knees up. She's keep here. She's up, up like and then he's on the ground, so then his yeah. knees are in the dirt. And his ass is popped up. And his up. ass is not, it ain't it's sitting like hers, but it's definitely popped up. Okay, I get it now. All right, I get it now. All right, listen. Like I said, we've been in the house a very long time. Listen, I almost forgot what fellatio was. I had to look it up earlier today. There it is. There it is. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this next conversation, I really am excited to hear what you two have to say about this. Earlier today on Twitter, I was made aware of this thread. Um, a woman posted this. Her name is luminary underscore wings. And she says, this is a conversation I had with someone on the topic of masturbation and my energy. Y'all got to listen close. Okay. Stop playing with people energy, please. It's uncomfortable. I'm telling y'all energy is transferable. Please be careful. And to those who go through this, please keep protections up. Now, what is she referring to is this latest, you know, Twitter phrase that I keep hearing is soul ties, right? Which basically says that if you're sexually involved with somebody, you will always be connected to that person. Now, do you remember uh, if you are ever been to New York City before the pandemic and you walk down the street in a black neighborhood, you always came across the Israelites and they will always tell us women that we was winches and that everybody that we had sex with, we was married to. Did you ever have that conversation? <laughs> No, you never heard them yelling like if whoever you sleep with, you are bound to that man. That is your husband. If you sleep with nine people, that means you got nine husbands. You got to protect. It was always, again, based in it's like body ownership. So to me, soul ties is very similar to that. Right. So you mean to tell me I'm I'm connected for eternity with all of the men that I slept with in my life? No, no way. I can't okay. even remember their names. The credit dropped after seven years, so that can't be that can't be true. That's right. It erased after seven. So, yeah. <laughs> and I've been I've been a lesbian for eight. So, <laughs> you, ain't clear. you you ain't got no dicks on your report. Look at you. We're good. Yeah. Dick free on your report. Nice All to see. All the way L. All the way. <laughs> Paris, you 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 entering back into the into the B sphere? Yeah, I haven't yet. So my we are not talking well. about this. Yeah, my I, credit right now today, my credit is clear. So I have I, I do not agree with that at all. That is not true. I have no one attacking me. No one. Sydney, uh, bring your camera back up and stop being misogynistic, because um, you don't want to hear. <laughs> well, no, we're so good today, Sydney. I'm sorry, we're so good. So to add to the conversation about soul ties, this is also what this woman added on her thread about soul ties. This is a tweet exchange that she had with her ex-boyfriend. This is her in green. You do know that I can feel when you are, wait, you do know that I can feel when you masturbate or thinking about sex, right? And then correction, masturbate. He goes, how? Because I know. Just know, I know. He goes, how, Mel? I can feel it. 
he sh- he goes, I guess. She says, I think it's wild that you didn't speak to me, but feel comfortable masturbating like that to the thought of me. <laughs> that woman needs to be arrested. We need to arrest her. She is the real issue. It's not yeah. the men. It's her. I even... Even if I even if I did believe that, ain't no way I'm texting that. I'm I might be leaving a voice memo. Oh, girl, it goes on. I only showed y'all. I only showed y'all a little bit. I only showed y'all a little bit because it it sounded so crazy to me that I I, I needed to just you know how you know how when you hear a story you only got to tell a little bit because if you tell the rest people are gonna be like I don't even believe it. Yeah. It, it went so far. She started talking about consent and how you have to you should ask for people if you can masturbate to them or not. And and I'm like, in what world? Do you know how fucking busy my phone would be if every man had to text me before he wanted to masturbate to me? <laughs> can you imagine yeah. walking down the street and a man is like, hey, Sydney, can I get your number? Because I want to masturbate to you later. I want to make sure it's okay with you that I masturbate to the bitch I saw at the supermarket. Yeah, that's a whole different type of weird right there. That's a whole different type of creepy. And I've read all the messages she wrote. I think she's insane. And she don't ever need to have sex with anyone because if that's what yeah. they have to deal with afterwards, that's not okay. It's not okay. It's, it's a not, crime. It right. literally yeah. is a crime. This is this is when I thought maybe she might be a too far um, out there. She in one of the texts and she read it, Paris. You can confirm. She says she was mad because she was saying when you continue to masturbate to me, it also makes me sexually aroused, and now I'm walking around with my vagina all juicy because you out here masturbating to me. And I said. Sham wow. And then he responded wow. and he said something like <laughs> he said something about missing her. And then she's like, no. So then he's like, so why did you even say it? And she's like, I just want to tell you because when you masturbate, it makes me wet. It's like, what what type of connection do you think God put in your life? Because it's not true. It's not. And listen. <laughs> I I I I guess I don't have no soul ties then because I've never been like Oh my God, so-and-so is probably jerking off to me right now. Never. I will say this. I don't think it's so tired, but this did happen. After my breakup, I slept with somebody else. And while I slept with this person, I was like, I feel like she can feel it. And then I looked at my phone and it was a text from my ex. And then it happened twice. And I was like, this is scary, but I don't think it's so tired. I think she just knew because I wasn't texting her. I don't know. See now, I feel like if it's a recent ex, I feel like they can. If a recent ex, I feel like they can know because when you are fresh out of feel it? no, 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 not feel it, but like think it. Like I feel like when you're fresh out of a relationship, you know that person's sexual cycle, right? So you know how long they can go before they want to have sex. So if you've broken up, say if you and I were together and we broke up and it's been like a month, you'd be like. I, I know by now they probably getting it in. Like I know it. I feel it. I could tell not exactly at that moment, but you can gauge like someone's sexual clock. So a recent ex I can get, but somebody from like years ago, I don't know what the motherfucker is doing. Well, maybe she just didn't move on and that's the problem. She's the problem. Um, um, I, I just want to say I have one word for that woman and it's, um, medication. She just needs to be medicated. That's all it is. Like, but you don't think she would be worse. No, no, I, I am fully medicated. And I think that I would be off the rails if, if I didn't have something in my system. But mm. you're not that crazy off the maze. Well, listen, let's talk about that. because You don't know me. I will hope not. 
We have another you don't know me about that coming up. So let's save that because we're gonna get to drug use in a little bit. Um so this next story I'm bringing up because I was on Clubhouse um not super early, but kind of early. And for me, I liked it and then I kind quickly fell out of it. But a new uh story has come out saying that the encryption on the app is not that strong and China has pretty much been hacking the audio and downloading the audio. And the reason why, if you don't know what Clubhouse says, this is a little logo for it. Go to the next picture, Tim. Um, they don't really have a logo, but they changed the icon of the person. And it's like normally a real person who's on the app. So this is the icon for Black History Month. Coincidentally, it's a black man. Um, and what they do is you go into it. It's pretty much an old school chat line. You just go into it. It's an app on your phone. You enter a room. You talk about whatever. Yes, Sean. People are still more people on on Clubhouse right now. Matter of fact, let me see what some of the what some of the rooms are to give you uh, an idea of why you probably <laughs> should be on there yapping your gums, talking crazy because somebody's going to. Okay, we have the future of venture capitalism. All right, um, we have throat throat baby the musical, <laughs> which is being recorded. Uh, what? <laughs> we have sexual harassment, the overdue uncomfortable conversation. Now imagine if you said something crazy about sexual harassment and somebody recorded that and said that to your bosses. Um, and let's see. And some other ones, uh, there's a quiet meditation room. See, there's some, there's some good parts of it. There's especially like rooms where people talk about like, um, cannabis and businesses and all that other stuff. But some of it, you know, it's a little, I, I wouldn't want to tell a big idea and somebody just snatch and steal it. Unity on the left. Oh, this is something I probably should join this room. It says NYU girls roasting tech guys, a bar simulation. It has 1,600 people in there listening to women roast tech guys in a bar simulation. That's what we are now, y'all. We are at the point of doing simulations on audio social media apps. That's how long we've been in the damn house. Look, Cindy, is are you looking on your phone to? No, join? no, no, no. I'm trying to hear. I couldn't. It would. It went in and out. Oh, I said we've been in the house so long that people are doing simulations of real life encounters. Yeah, we're losing it. We're lost. That's where we're at. Do we even care, Paris? Do we even care about privacy anymore? Does that is that even something that concerns you when you do social media? It concerns me. I don't think it concerns a lot of the world. I don't know. I think we're definitely in a weird place. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think anybody cares about privacy. The amount of times people post their whole house, their whole apartment, their location. I mean, they're on Instagram all day. You know exactly where they are. They'll show exactly. you what outside their apartment looks like. I mean, they're telling their whole business. They're live tweeting their breakups. They're doing Instagram lives about their breakups. I mean, what is privacy? But it's you can still have privacy around that. If you're not telling the actual exact thing, you can still be right. private while still telling some of your business or you can just tell it all. Right. Yeah, I think for me, I would rather tell my business on my platform, on my, like mm -hmm. not but like on my account versus entering yeah. into a room like Clubhouse. 
Also, I'm not a really big uh, yeller. And, you know, in order for you to get heard, unless somebody tosses to you, you got to be like, ah, you got to like keep interjecting. It's funny because last night I, I taped an audition and my character had to cut somebody off and I kept missing my cue because I'm not really good at cutting people off. Like, I'll just wait for you to say whatever you got to say before I'm like, I got another thing. So that's what clubhouse energy feels very like attacky to me. And I just... Yeah. I can't, I just don't have it. I just don't have it in me unless it's a room that I'm like producing and it's a very safe space and everybody knows what they're going to be doing. But anyway, so be careful on clubhouse. Don't say nothing crazy and ratchet that could come and bite you in the ass in the morning or at an interview. Cause ain't nothing worse. Cause you know, you could fake a tweet, right? Like if you said something crazy in a tweet and somebody holds it up, you'd be like, that was doctored. I don't know how that happened, but if somebody <laughs> your audio, and it sounds just like you. You can't be like, oh, I don't know who's out here sounding just like me. So don't get caught up because China will definitely uh, clone our voices and, and have a whole nother you somewhere uh, opening up bank accounts. Mm. All right. Now let's talk about drugs. Um, <laughs> this next story threw me for a loop. A gentleman by the name of Carl Hart he is a professor at Columbia University. He, his specialty is psychology and neuroscience. He cheers the psych department and has a fondness for heroin. That is right, heroin, otherwise known as heron. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say heroin again. <laughs> heroin. Um, he is 54 years old, a mar married father of three. And he snorts small amounts of heroin for as many as 10 <laughs> days in a row to help with his work-life balance. He has a book about it coming out entitled Drug Use for Grownups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Now let's discuss this, ladies and gentlemen. During also, Black History Month. I mean, we are just taking L's left and right. I mean, from the start to the end. Yeah. From gorilla glue, from gorilla glue to heroin. Yeah, I guess we got to read the book. I mean, what? I, I, I don't know. I don't As need to. See, I don't need. I don't need to see the book. I. We live in New York City. We see it left and right. I don't need to read about it. I, I just want. I'm. I'm googling up. I'm googling up heroin effects on the body, and I just want to know what the upside is like i have never heard anybody talk about heroin but also is heroin just the term that we use is it called something else fancy by white people because i just typed in heroin and it says opioids and i didn't hear about opioids until obama was in office so let me find out what the effects of heroin is uh, the, the fact that this man has um a full-on job and doing heroin, I, you know, good for him. That's okay. why I want to read the story. <laughs> so yeah. I want to just know a little back, a little backstory on it. I want to know why. How did he feel comfortable coming out and telling the world while doing yeah. his job? He still <laughs> does this. Like I, I want to know some questions. Like how does he still have his job? I'm, I'm like that. Honestly, he's a black man on heroin, still working. That's Public revolutionary. <laughs> that's that's revolutionary and he's he wrote a book about it he's gonna get money like okay do your thing man do your thing yeah i um i was trying to see the 
melanin complexion of his wife, because I just was trying to understand who would allow that in their household. Um, and so far, I haven't found it, but we'll see. Hopefully by the end of this uh, show. But I looked up the effects of heroin and it says the individual will momentarily pass out only waking up when their chin hits their chest. Since this looks a little bit like nodding, heroin users are sometimes known as being on the nod. Now, how do you do that class? Maybe he's taking heroin after the after class? No, 10 days straight. You think he calling out for 10 days to go on a heroin binge? No, I mean, like, if he's doing little, little, tiny bumps of heroin, maybe it's tiny nods, like, whoop, and then he's back in the game. So does it give you energy? No. Heroin is a, is a is not an upper. I think it's, it's a down. Um, I just want to say he says, uh, this is a direct quote. There, there aren't many things in life that I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace <laughs> at the end of the day. He's lying. He's lying. There's no way. Nobody on heroin is one writing a book while they're on heroin. And then like, they're not saying that. No. Listen, he's micro I, I, I understand. Somebody says in the comments, he is micro dosing. Yes, Loretta, big executives sh snort cocaine all the time. Wall Street traders do it. They trade it. They trade drugs like they trade stocks. But heroin, cocaine is not heroin. Cocaine yeah, is a little bit. That's what I'm saying. As Sean Malcolm says it. We've all. If you've been in the hood, if you've been on 125th Street, you see the heroin nod. Yeah, it's it's almost a a, a an act of uh, scientific wonder because you don't know where the center of gravity is because they be linked over. Yeah. So maybe it's a one for the students. He's a professor, right? Yeah, he's a professor. You think what? He's just microdosing so he can deal with kids? I mean, he might doze off and it might like be a way for you to get something turned in that you wouldn't normally got turned in. I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense, but I want it to make sense since he does it this much, this consistently. And he wrote a book about Like, I have to go to bed. <laughs> here I am. Here I am, sober. Sober, like completely here. And I can't write a book. Meanwhile, this man is working. He's got a whole family yeah. and he's on heroin. Yeah. I've never been jealous of anybody. I'm I this I'm it. This is it. I'm jealous. You are thriving. What are you talking about? You are thriving. He is not, I think he's tenured. He is not gonna be fired. You know, listen, what listen, what says diversity like having a black man with dreads and a heroin user on your staff? You don't cover <laughs> all the bases. They gonna get they gonna get a, a whole uh, endowment in his honor. They're gonna call it the heroin endowment. <laughs> Crying. Now, Sydney, I I I want to point this out. You were mentioning drugs and drug use earlier. You do not do hard drugs. You do what is what is it called? Psychological. What are they called? Uh, they're antidepressants. So, but I'm saying like a class of drug like drug use is not it's not recreational drug use. It's I, I'm prescribed, so yeah, prescription, drug, prescription drugs. Yeah, it's prescription. Did you ever try heroin? No, I have not. Yeah. I'm glad we have a. I'm glad we have a hard a hard out. I appreciate. Yeah. That. No, none of us have had heroin on the call. Unfortunately, I've had other drugs that you know I will not say. Maybe if you can ever see my solo show, 
Death of a Bottle Girl, you can find out about all the drugs that I've in induced. But yeah, it's it's rough. I've been through it. So that's why I know that that man is lying. There's no way you could be on heroin <laughs> and do everything that he's doing. He's lying. <laughs> Maybe he's not even doing the whole heroin. Maybe he's just doing the her. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit every day. He says microdosing. I don't know. He must be mixing it with something else, like mixing it with vitamin C or something. I don't know. I don't know. Ayahuasca at this point, who the fuck knows what this man's taking every day? But yeah. He has a job, like he said, well, I mean, shout out to him. You know, I don't, I don't know if I could be with a man who microdoses heroin. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say no. The answer is no. Can't, I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh, I mean, you, no. you won't want to be with a man anyway, but a woman, what about a woman who did heroin? Listen, honey, I am, I am living a sober life and I, how can I maintain that? How can I maintain that if you're on the other side of the bed fucking doing bumps of heroin? How can I ma maintain? And and then I see that you're function you're a functioning heroin addict. I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna pop in. I'm gonna pop in and pop off. I love how all the lingo comes out. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sydney, for being sober. We applaud you. That wasn't what I was looking for. My bad. Um, <laughs> we applaud you for all that you are able to do um, in your sobriety. How long have you been clean? Uh, a, a three and some change. I, I was three years in July. So whatever, however many months after July. I'm Thank you. Yeah. We love you and we appreciate you. Um, okay, this is our last story. <laughs> What is L for? What is, is that? Now it's Less for love and It's L. Love and lesbians. All right. Uh, this is our <laughs> last story of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this gentleman, I don't know how he got into the situation, but I was tickled. And and I love when the video cuts off where you don't know the outcome, but we, we've seen enough. So take a look at this week's uh, video. Almost. Keep going, keep going. You got it, you got it. Keep going, keep going. There we go. <laughs> so this gentleman found himself in a big-ass pickup truck stuck on a pole. We don't know how he got there. Heroin. That's heroin. <laughs> there it is. We don't know how he got there. We saw how he got off. As he tried to back off of the pole, his truck fell down to the ground and the airbag went off. The airbag didn't go off when he was climbing up that damn pole, but it went off and his hat, his red hat, which I noted, fell out into the street. Um, people shouldn't be allowed to drive. I think at a certain point, you just got to hang it up. Like if you got to call your insurance adjuster and you're like, hey, uh, I drove up a pole. They should be like, please. <laughs> He's going to write a book about it. I feel it. Do either of you drive? Yeah, I drive, but I feel like if you're running into poles, that's different. That is drugs. I feel like that's yeah. drugs or sleep, but it was daytime, so it's definitely drugs. Listen, yeah. I mean, I remember when I would drive and I would be tired, but I would never 
drive up a pole. I would just pull over to the side. And then one of my girlfriends, like when I would drive on the road and have to do road gigs, one of my friends is like, you should, you should be careful because you know, somebody could approach you and attack you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, if they break into the sky while I'm asleep, it's my fault. I don't know. It's, I, I needed this rest. I will take the risk. Of <laughs> what I don't want to do is see headlights, oncoming traffic, and it end up looking like Tiger Woods car. No shade but shade. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to live. I'm trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. So somebody has chimed in about Dr. Hart. The heroin. Dr. Hart is using small doses. Heroin is bad, but the essence of him, of his notoriety, is the question of drugs and jailing. Her- Wait. Heroin is bad, but the essence of him, notoriety, is the question of drugs and jailing heroin addicts doesn't help. They only jail the poor. Still, your show is good. Oh, so you criticizing me about making fun of him doing heroin. I get it. That's fine. But you're saying that he's using his his notoriety as a testament to change the prison industrial complex as it surrounds black and brown people using drugs? If that is the point, I kind of get it. But I also want to say, if I was paying money to go to Columbia and I found out that my professor was using heroin, I want my money back from that class. That's how I feel about it. Because you can't get money... You can't be you can't get mad at me for turning my paper in late when you were sniffing heroin this morning, sir. Make that make sense. Maybe that's why he went public. So now they can't even use that as an excuse because he already told everybody himself. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta tell, yeah. See, that's the thing. When you're telling yourself, then you can't lie no more. You know? Because you're being brutally honest. Cindy, who just takes something crazy? Look, you all this you all distracted. they said, lock him up. Lock <laughs> him up. <laughs> My professor was a dope thing. Okay, now that's a story I want to hear about. Timothy Moore? That's a good point. Imagine getting a failing grade from a heroin user. We go into the dean's office. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm fighting that to the end. I'm fighting that to the end. I'm striking that. I, if I don't care if somebody interviews me, I'd be like, so why did you fail uh, Dr. Hart's class on neurology? I'd be like, because he was a heroin user. So I, I mean, <laughs> this greatest. <laughs> He'd he be like, listen, man, look, look, look. I, you know, I banged that shit, but yo, you, 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 your work was trash. No, I would be like, uh, pick up your fucking head, professor, and fix this goddamn grade. How about uh-huh. that? No, no, no. Professor Nod. But the other guy was microdosing heroin and he was fine. So it must be the same professor. I don't, I don't know. All I know is I graduated college and not to my knowledge, I had any drug addict professors, but to each is their own. You know, I partake in cannabis here and there. There might be some people who think that I shouldn't host a show because I partake in cannabis. I'm not high right now. You know, I wish I was. So maybe I'm Cannabis is the answer. Paris is high right now. Paris is always high. Oh, I'm high high right now. Yeah, I'm always high. Yeah. Come on now. That's the doctor gave it to me. Paris is as high as her titties are. Paris is always high. We be on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. Paris, you always have a good bra. Do you do you shop for like really expensive bras? Because out here, people be out here with no good bras on. So do you have any bra advice for people with larger bosoms? I feel like you gotta get at least a good five. You need at least a good five, and then you can get you can you can figure around with the rest of them, but you need a good five. 
Because those are the ones you're going to pull out when you need to be on camera or you need to do something important. That's right. Get you invest in five good bras and they not cheap. Go ahead, what about me. lingerie? Lingerie. We want to know about the lingerie. Your lingerie? Who lingerie? Yours. Me? Yeah. That's why I'm about to start dating men, Sydney, so then I can tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> X, we're X, we're done. Sydney, yeah. wow. Listen, the L is for lingerie, Sydney. No. <laughs> Tonight, show no, you're, you're letter L. You're the B and bullshit, Paris. B and bullshit. That's for sure. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All I know is, Cindy, why are you so upset that Paris has added the B back to her life? B yeah, tell the people, why, what is wrong with the B? Harrison wrote a whole fucking, she has all these bits. She's done all these stories. I'm, she's been booked for being the L in LGBTQ. Hmm. Elemental P, and now all of a sudden she wants to. See, here's the thing, but tell the people, Sydney, why do people hate bees so much? Why is the bisexual women? No, why we do we get all you as a bee? No, nope. so now me. it's a, now it's a we now okay. you're in a we and B. Okay. Goodbye. Well, here's a, I'm out. Here's the question I'm for Sydney. Sydney, here's the question for you. No, come on, Sydney. I have I'm a final question. This. Here, here's the question. Okay. Here's the question. Would, would you rather me date guys or would you rather me not be good to women? I think you can help women get See, to that's the what I mean. No, you you me can that. help women get to the where the place they need to be. By behind every, behind every good behind every good woman is a bad person. A bad person oh, well, who made Cindy. them good. So if you see me breaking heart, remember you heard it here. Sydney Redder, I'm breaking oh, I'm heart. Confused. I'm confused. <laughs> Paris, Paris, you're that. Hey, wait, I'm confused. Paris, you're saying that if you were to continue to date women, you would be an unfulfilled or emotionally you wouldn't be 100 percent invested because now you're ready to get some D back in your life. No, not because I'm ready to get deep, but because I'm not being faithful to another woman. I was just faithful for four years. I need a break. So now it's time for me to be the single 20-something that God designed me to be. So Sydney chose for me to date women and not be my best self rather than date men. So there you have it. I'll do it. So you were always bisexual. That's the thing. You were always bisexual. Yes. Yes. Well, so she and I decided to pick lied. up the L. You lied. You had all these bits about being a lesbian it was for the joke you played us you played us paris and i'm through <laughs> paris don't let her bully you don't let her bully you she, she, she is a level two lesbian don't let her bully you level two what are you, you fucking talking about you got eight years in the game baby you you not a a, a lifelong lesbian two, two more years and i have tenure in the pussy so i don't want right. to hear it there you go, but you got yeah, you two, wait for them two years though. Those two years didn't come. So let me enjoy my break. I did it for four years. It's okay. Girl, I love so you black not, women you forever. You didn't go to the university of vagina. Stop it. I did. I didn't have to be in love to do that. I went to the university of vagina over time. Yeah. She wasn't enrolled. She didn't pay for classes. She was just auditing. She was auditing. Thank classes. you. They said that they about to cancel all y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to cancel me. They they're not gonna cancel me. I'm I'm here speaking on behalf <laughs> of the community. I am the L in LGBTQ. Okay? And I'm staying here with you, Sydney. I'm just not gonna be the best person. 
So it's Sydney's fault. So you guys can thank Sydney. You got to understand, she's still in her 20s. She's still learning and she's exploring. This is all a part of growth. You know what I'm saying? How old are you, Paris? 29. She she got to get this out. She got to get it out. turning 30 this year. Yeah. Yeah. When is your birthday? November 21st. Oh, it's going to be a long year, honey. You're going to be a long year. That's what I'm saying. It's my first single summer. I'm out of here. I clocked out. Do you, do you need me, Chloe? Do you need me? I can leave. Why are you so? Why are you so angry? See, that's how I know you're really a lesbian because you're really upset that somebody. Really needs to <laughs> I'm not I'm laughing. Calling you after this, Sydney. I'm calling. You. No. What is it a call about, friend? What? What is it? Talk, what do you? Friend. It's all I love. Think, love lesbians. If you, love Sydney. Sydney, if you was thinking smart and networking, you would have been like, yo, Paris, how much for some of your lesbian jokes? Let me let me rework that. You don't need them no more. Let me take them off your hands. First of all, every joke that Paris made, it was a little, there was like some masculinity in that. And that's not me. Oh. She's my talking about, she's talking dad. about the strap on. She's talking about the strap-ons. I don't, I'm not doing that. So she's mad, so she mad that you're not a lesbian, but she low-key calling you a whole nigga at the same time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so she's watching me and treat these women bad. That's what's the problem. Yeah. It's Sydney's fault. Listen, it's Sydney's fault if this happens the way it happens because this is what she wants me to be. Girl, mm -hmm. listen, you do what you'd want to do with your cooch and your tits and you live your life. But you know what? When it's time, when it's time to stand up, and be here, either you're gonna be here or you're gonna you're gonna leave. We don't need it. We don't need these this is black history month, okay? This is black history month. Let's talk about being black before that, okay? We we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. And let me pick my battle. She got one fight at a time. You want her to do too much. Yeah, okay, we're an hour into the show, and you're like, let's talk about being black. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Now you wanna use now you wanna use the B in black when it's time to get out of the conversation. It's all go. love, Cindy. It's all love. Yeah. Yo, Paris, wake me up when you make up your mind. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> wake me up, sis. Because <laughs> I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time. Matter of fact, <sighs> y'all keep talking. I'm good. Oh, oh, yes. oh my gosh. This is hilarious. Y'all are <laughs> <laughs> uh, this concludes Chloe across America. Um, I'm sorry that we broke out into this uh, LGBTQ anonymous. Uh, you're, you're doing the Lord's work, Chloe. They'll appreciate you later. I'm, I'm an ally through and through. Okay. I'm, I'm an ally through and through. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our two amazing guests. Uh, Paris, where can folks uh, catch you and when can, where can men slide into your DMs now that you're taking it? You, you can catch her now. Getting head from men. <laughs> you can now see her getting head that's from not men true. all no, over. That's not true. No, first of all, they said that women give better head, so that's not true. But I'll be at Sydney's show on Sunday. See it kick up. Right. What time is it? Yeah. Seven o'clock. Seven p.m. Eastern. Seven p.m. Eastern time, and they can follow me everywhere at Parasasha. And Sydney, where can people, folks, uh, follow you and support you on your lesbian journey? You can catch me being a lesbian all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Not when it's convenient, okay? Or You know, I went through a breakup right before the pandemic, and that did not take me back to dick. You hear me? I was sleeping on a floor. 
Sydney, promote I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna be a B now. See it, promote the show, Sid. Okay, you can catch me on Instagram Live because that's my life now. Um, I am an Instagrammer. Um, <laughs> Sid can cook this Sunday, 7 p.m. Instagram Live, come through. Um, and my my Instagram handle is just Sid BW. J U S T S Y D B W. B W. Not for bi, but for black. Black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both for being here. Someone said this is close across America. Civil War. Um, <laughs> between the, the, the spectrum. All right, ladies, you guys are great. I'll see you on Sunday. Everybody tune in on Sunday. Go to, uh, just, uh, just Sid BW to watch Sid can cook. She is going to be preparing Southern African-American diaspora classic dishes. Don't you do all of that. You're doing too much. It just say <laughs> it's some nigga food with some niggas <laughs> who hungry in a pandemic. Don't do all that. I'm trying to help you out. All right, ladies, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Give it up for yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes Chloe Across America. You guys have been great. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to come back here and have a great start to 2021. I feel like now that February is almost over, um, it's like that new car smell is gone. So let's keep working hard. Let's keep taking care of ourselves. If you're doing the juice cleanse, let me know. Send me a picture, tag me, post it. Tim, is there anything that you would like to say to our wonderful audience before we leave for the evening? No grudges, no gripes, positivity only. No, Sydney. that was a good show. I felt like that little white dog on Coming to America because I was like... <laughs> I can't. Hey, what, yeah. what was all of that? What was with the camera going down? Because what, 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 that's Sydney's way of trying to close the camera. She wants to leave right now, so I'm going to let her leave. No, no. Nene Lakes, during the reunion, she kept closing, <laughs> closing the laptop. And now I've taken it over on Chloe Across America. I appreciate you, and oh, I love okay. you so much for it. All right, y'all. This was so fun. I had a blast. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know I adore you in Paris. Um, <laughs> so... Let's all wave goodbye to the people, everybody. Tim, are you ready to hit the button? You ready to, ready to do this? I don't know. Come on. Say goodbye. I don't want to play that video of you dancing, but... Uh, no, do not play the video of me dancing. Just end the show. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.